Hello, market meditators, and welcome to your daily market briefing. Short, snappy, no BS, 10-minute daily updates about the crypto markets. Delivered to you by me, Kin. Making your trading and investing decisions for 2023 involves a lot of factors. Technical analysis, crypto headlines, fundamental analysis, astrology, how much more money your parents will loan you, personal capacity to survive off of ramen noodles, etc. What you may have not considered is how the current forecasted macro landscape for 2023 will impact your decisions. I have though, and I'll be sharing my findings today. Kim here, reporting for duty and delivering your Wednesday macro update. Kicking off with an interesting quote that will mean a lot more as we go throughout this call. Inflation is the parent of unemployment and the unseen robber of those who have saved. That is by Maggie Thatcher. So before we go into what is going to happen throughout 2023, we need to understand where we came from. And we've been on quite the journey. In 2021, the US economy turned in its best performance since 1984. Shout out to George Orwell, who also wrote a fire novel with this name. Unfortunately, all those jolly feelings came to an end really quickly. In 2022, and so far in 2023, growth has slowed significantly as the Federal Reserve aggressively and consecutively increased interest rates to combat the fastest inflation we've seen in 40 years. So currently, we're in a high inflation environment where the Federal Reserve has introduced a lot of hikes to get the economy under control. We've seen some signs of inflation cooling off, but as things stand, it's unclear where we will land. Or in other words, what the impact of the Fed's policy this last year or so will be on the market, so stocks and crypto, in 2023. From a macro perspective, there's three types of scenarios we should prepare for in 2023. These are categorized as a hard landing, a soft landing, or no landing. Let's talk about each one and what it would mean for crypto. A hard landing is just a polite or shy way of saying a recession. And this is the scenario that keeps most economists up at night. A hard landing will mean that the Fed's policy was just too tough and it's going to have some ugly consequences. Ugly consequences means things like skyrocketing unemployment, millions losing their jobs, a decline in corporate profits and severe hits to risk assets. And you know what is commonly referred to as a risk asset? That would be cryptocurrency. Crypto increasingly behaves like a risk asset that thrives in high liquidity environments where investors are eager to take risks, aka not a hard landing environment. This would explain the correlation increasingly between crypto and the likes of the tech-heavy Nasdaq and the S&P 500 stock risk assets. So from a crypto point of view as well, we are not looking for this hard landing scenario at all. What would be more favorable for us is a soft landing. A soft landing is the sweet spot that Jerome Powell and his colleagues are targeting and likely calling Joe Biden about late at night and reassuring him that we're going to get this because if we get a soft landing, it's also much better for political prospects, re-election, society, etc. So a soft landing is this dreamlike scenario where the monetary policy pursued was just right. So that would mean seeing steady unemployment, individuals and corporations happy given there's no major shock to the economy and this comfy feeling that leads to a balance in assets. So the level of risk appetite for risk assets like crypto is healthy and it allows for growth. 
Then we've got the third scenario, which is really quite strange, and it's called no landing. It's strange because it's not a sort of common scenario, and it's a viewpoint that's been popping up recently. So a soft landing is difficult to achieve, and the Fed has a really limited track record of achieving it, hence me describing it as a dreamlike state. On the other hand, a hard landing is really quite extreme, and the Federal Reserve will have been working day and night to try and avoid that kind of scenario. So where does that leave us? Maybe in a sort of middle ground? or no landing. So no landing becomes a scenario where unemployment is steady for now, but there is still a fear or doubt that a recession is coming later down the line. This means that individuals and corporations remain nervous and risk assets such as crypto are left in a sort of limbo. Whilst this sounds like a strange scenario, there is actually some data points that back this up. You would think that economics and uh, economic perspectives are something of a hard science whereby the data tells us the state of the economy and people respond rationally to that. Of course, humans aren't rational as much as they try to be and uh, there is data and what's actually happening and then there is the perception of what is happening. When it comes to perceptions, the consumer confidence index is useful to look at. Despite some data recently and indicators showing us that inflation is getting under control, people aren't feeling much better. So that is to say that the confidence of people is not increasing. The Wall Street Journal did a nice feature on this and talked about how expected inflation has become a self-fulfilling prophecy. People expect prices to continue rising, that they will lose their jobs, and even if the Fed does everything right, there is a possibility that people feel underconfident regarding the economy anyways and will not want to take high-risk plays, therefore creating this no-landing situation. As it stands, many economists foresee a no-landing scenario as the most likely in 2023 compared to the hard and soft landings. So no real damage or boost to the crypto markets coming out specifically from US monetary policy. This puts us in a somewhat neutral environment where we need external stimulus and impulse to see things improve or external risk to see a dump. Basically, we need a hero. Fortunately, as it stands, there are two specific macroeconomic considerations in 2023 that we stand to benefit from. The first factor is a higher liquidity environment in China. Last week on Market Meditation's YouTube newsletter, we spoke about China and how it's not just the US that contributes to the global economy. In fact, China's central bank recently injected 499 billion yuan, so 73.11 billion dollars, into a one-year medium trend lending facility at a rate of 2.75%. And this is actually a very significant development for China, considering that the economy has been very dormant recently. The country was particularly restrictive with its zero COVID policies. Now, however, we might see their liquidity increasing efforts counteract some of the restrictive efforts over in the United States. Before I move on to the second consideration, I will address some concern I've seen circulating about Japan's policy decisions. It's true that Japan's consumer prices were up 4.2% in January the fastest in over 41 years, and yes, that puts CPI or inflation very far away from the magic target 2% inflation rate. This has led to a lot of speculation that Japan will need to tighten policy, and as we've established, tightening is generally less favorable for risk assets. However, what we need to remember here is that Japan is known for its commitment to ultra-loose monetary policy. This is in sharp contrast to the recent interest rate hikes other central banks have been pursuing. 
Not to mention Japan's government is heavily indebted, making it difficult for central banks to raise interest rates. This move would basically demolish the country's fiscal health. So in terms of global market demand, risk appetite and liquidity, perhaps China is going to be our hero and I can't see any significant threat at the moment coming from Japan. So let's move on to the other factor. The other factor is the Bitcoin halving. For those who don't know, the Bitcoin halving is what it says on the tin. When the reward for Bitcoin mining is cut in half. The halving was actually written into Bitcoin's mining algorithm to counteract inflation by maintaining scarcity. It happens every four years. The third halving occurred in May 2020 when the miner reward was reduced from 12.5 to 6.25 BTC. The next and fourth halving is expected in May 2024 and the reward will be cut to 3.125 BTC. And why is this significant? Well, the anticipation of this event may well drive a bullish narrative towards the later end of 2023, especially if we consider more liquidity from the East and that by that point, the US may have reduced inflation levels to the point where we are seeing less aggressive interest rate hikes. So it's possible that we end up in lower inflation, no landing type economy towards the end of 2023, where the demand from the East and the excitement of the Bitcoin halving tips the scales in the favor of the bulls. Now, everyone's favorite part of the call, TLDR. Number one, we need to land nicely. Depending on whether we experience a hard, soft or no landing scenario, there will be significant consequences felt across different parts of the economy including risk assets. From a crypto point of view, we want to avoid a hard landing and achieve a soft landing. However, the no landing neutral type scenario seems the most likely. Number two, demand from the East and the Bitcoin halving. Towards the end of 2023, it's possible that a friendly macroeconomic environment, demand from the East and the anticipation of the Bitcoin halving create more risk appetite for assets such as crypto. And that is a wrap. I do these macro updates weekly. Thank you for listening. See you next week.